sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sicilianos Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mac Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. Alrighty, episode 97, baby. I'm excited. We're going to talk about the two Michigan-Michigan State basketball games that we watched. We're going to talk about the uh, upcoming Big Ten tournament. Is your mic on? I think my mic is on. Did we start? Yeah, my mic's on. Check, check. And then (laughs) we're going to talk about what's important for each of their teams uh, heading into the Big Ten tournament. And then we're going to talk some Detroit Lions. Um, We are going to... We're going to talk all of our teams. Really. We're going to talk them all. <laughs> Holy smokes, guys. Uh, we're going to talk start, start. all of our sports teams. We're going to touch on all of them except for football, like Michigan, Michigan State football. Other wow. than that, we're going to talk about right, all Because we have other football to talk about. Yeah. We do. Exactly. we got a lot of line stuff to talk about for sure. Um, then we're going to uh, celebrate uh, national, what is it? National something? Get over it. Day. Get over it day. National get over it day. Um, we're going to celebrate that by just na- filling our banana boat with four things that we should just get over in sports so i am sam waltart with me today we got ryan waltart kyle fossey john Dornboss working behind the scenes you will hear his voice it is a beautiful voice but anyways how was your guys weekend did you guys do anything fun no a lot no? of boring stuff yeah i agree saturday night was yeah rare. i can't think of anything specific yeah we no. did have a small get together for small gathering for uh mine and jill's birthday which was which was a good time oh yeah, yeah. i guess that happened yeah i forgot yeah. about that that was uh that was fun that was and a good time. One thing that I was so I was thinking about doing this as a topic, but we don't have to. But like, I don't know if you noticed, but as a few more drinks start going in me, I get really confident with my singing. I know it's not good. Like when I'm right. when I don't have drinks in me, like I know I'm not a good singer, but for some reason you just get lose few, that awareness. Get a few drinks in me, I'll just I'll I don't sing. Think, I don't think that happens to anybody else. No, you're alone I, in that. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is there something that you guys Karaoke just get like is really built on that? Yeah, <laughs> really confident in like when you shouldn't be. When you're when you're a little liquid courage at all. What am I confident? Driving uh, is one for Kyle, I think, right? Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, just in a general sense, confidence, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goes up when with people, like socially. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe dancing. For Dancing's me. a good one. Can't I can get there, but like these days, I'm more aware. I have of one. myself. I have I'm one for you, too. but I don't know if I should say it. Oh, I, really? I know yeah. Sam. Get, Sam gets really handsy. I, I think you might get a. L- <laughs> Come on, God. Personal uh, experience? Yes. I, I don't know if yes. I should say it because it might hurt your feelings. Don't oh, don't do it on, on air. Yeah, tell me after so I can cry by okay. myself. Yeah. Right, I won't say it then. Uh, we, I think we all know what, what it is. What, telling stories? No. Jokes? You want me to say it? Yeah. Beatboxing. For some reason, like mid-episode, mid you just get really into like beat, beatboxing. When we used to take breaks and stuff. Yeah, but I'm confident like, for a reason, mid- <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. It is good. I don't know what good beatboxing is, but... It's something that you like. You like, you like to time, do, I, anyways. 
Anyway, did I just hurt your feelings? No. All I right. don't care. <laughs> you brought a beatbox, and that's like the least personal thing that anybody's <laughs> ever. ever said to me. Yeah. Ryan's impervious. Yeah. Remember I tried to get him and uh, Donnie to like... Yeah, I, jumped, <laughs> I jumped all over that. Oh, yeah, you cu- you cut me right off at the yeah. pass. I'm like, so so Donnie works for Ryan then. And they're like, well, <laughs> so, and I'm like, the performance is just, he was saying something about how it's not been good. And Ryan's like, nope, that didn't happen. That's not true. And that's not true. Like, <laughs> ah, know. He cut me off. No, but it was it was fun. Just uh, got a little out of control at times, but it was, it was all right. <laughs> one, one time specifically. Yeah. We had, I left before that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did he leave before Donnie was dancing on the table? That was just, I was not happy about yeah, that. Yeah, you were no. furious. I wasn't furious. You I were just was a little. Very worried. I was worried. Was he going to hurt himself? I, wa- I was worried about the table. table. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was stabilizing the table. The, the table, like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was not, yeah. I would have liked, I should have stayed. <laughs> that's my new neighbor. <laughs> I'm not yeah. regretting that. Donnie that lives around the, here, too? He's about to be, yeah. He's about to move in. Yeah. In this May. Is, this is the place to getting be. Getting out of hand, yeah. yeah. It's getting a little out of control. Yep. I'll look for a house over here. <laughs> Walt Hartson Stanton's versus all. That's the new, <laughs> the new, the new go-to for right. sure. Um, but other than that, Kyle, did you, did you have a good weekend? Any, anything exciting? No. No? No, that was about it. That was the but you're, you're back from vacation. We, yeah, I went we, to Disney yeah, World. That's a big deal. Uh, we talked about that already because we've seen each other. I know, so that's I feel what's like, weird. Yeah, yeah, I already no, ex- explained I, to you guys. I feel like we but, have... Like three listeners that might want to know about. Um, no, it was How good. Was the, it? the kids had fun. Uh, it's very different right now. Very different. I would say maybe if you're thinking about going and you are, you know, it's obviously expensive to go there. Yeah. Um, I would maybe hold off. Uh, I just like the, I don't know, some of it feels like using COVID as an excuse to have poor customer service with some things. Yeah. Way less menu options, way less food options, the no fast passes, so all the lines are long. It was a... Um, it was very different. Had a blast. Kids had so much fun. They're none the wiser. But yeah, they didn't know any different. No, really. they were but just very, yeah, very different than how it normally is. No, that makes sense. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's the time. You know. Sign, yeah. No, sign, def- definitely. Sign of the time. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Annals Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether they know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Kai, what are you drinking today? Let's see. I have that on you. from <laughs> a trail point, Hazy Potamus. Trail Point out in Allendale, my neck of the woods. Yeah. Hometown brewery. Uh, I have never had this. Sam, you said you have before? I think I had it at Walker Roadhouse one time on tap okay. before the COVID thing. And yeah. Yeah. Let's see. This is a hazy IPA. Uh, I like the hippo on the can. Yeah. Where is? I already said Allendale. You already said that. Sorry, I wasn't listening. And then I said my neck of the woods, hometown brewery. That's right. You did say that. I mentioned three different things. <laughs> About its location. <laughs> that was very professional. <laughs> People don't you, know Kyle. where your neck is, though. That's I the started problem. with Allendale. Did you? All right. 
Ryan, check, what are you drinking? Check tape. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's got to help me out with this. I can't read that <laughs> yeah, first com- combo. That yeah, it's Is like it somewhere a, else on the game. I don't know. It's a combo letter. I, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Is it yummy? Like, but I don't know what it starts. Do you know with. what it says? Does anybody Gitch? here know what it says? Gitchy, 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 yummy, gummy, gitchy, gummy, gitchy, gummy, gitchy, gummy. Oh boy! All right, so this is a. Juice, I should look it up. This is a New England style IPA, uh, juicy double dry hop with Eldorado, Citron, Cascade hops. This is from Middle Coast Brewing Company in Traverse City, Michigan. Um, we've had quite a few beers from that place, and always seems to hit the spot. It's a good place. Cool. I am drinking uh, tropical ale uh, from Big Lake Brewing. Uh, we did a, did a full Big Lake episode. That was a really fun episode. How many different beers did we try oh, that man. night? It that was, was like, a lot. I think it was like 12 different beers that we yeah. tried in one night. I went and got them all, and then I wasn't there. Yeah, that's right. You were gone. Probably on vacation, like me. usual. That's on me. Um, yeah. Got the Big Lake glass right here, too. Yeah, oh, I got it, the right? Big Lake glass, and I got the Big Lake can, so uh, wow. perfect. But yeah, it's their tropical ale. Uh, it's crisp, refreshing, low-carb, and low-calorie tropical ale. Uh, so far, so good. How low on carbs? How low on carbs? That is a great question. It's a 10-cent deposit in the state of Michigan, oh, so that's okay. that's important. That's but all I need I to I do know. not see... A call out? You know, that's twice as much as uh, a lot of other states. Yeah. That's a great point, but we pay for it, so... Sure do. Yeah. Because um, I never return them. Anyways, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will have a little bit more information about it. No, I won't. I'll just tell everybody that I will, and then I'll give it a grade, right? That's kind of how we do that's things. That's how it's supposed to be. Right? Yeah. It's that time of year again. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on an underdog in select college basketball games, and if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256, and all it takes is a $4 bet. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MIBETS when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that's code MIBETS to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, Michigan only, eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. So we had a couple in-state games this weekend. Well, I guess one was Thursday. Michigan beat Michigan State basketball 69 to 50. And then Michigan on or Michigan State on Sunday won 70 to 64. I feel like it was exactly what both teams wanted. They needed a split for, yeah. for the sake of the state. Like if Michigan didn't win either game. They wouldn't have won the Big Ten outright. 
which mm-hmm. they, they locked that up on Thursday, which was great. And if Michigan State didn't win one of those games, they would still be kind of on the bubble there um, heading into the Big Ten tournament. But um, obviously two different two different sides of the spectrum here. We're going to kind of go down a list of all of our teams here. We're going to try to keep it quick. So, Kyle, be ready on that button if we get a little too long-winded here. But we're thinking <laughs> you know, a couple minutes per, per topic what, here. What do we got? Do we have like a buzzer or something? He's keep us in check? Every, you'll, every. you'll hear he's already starting it so we can move on to the next topic. <laughs> Anyways, what I want to start, I want to start with Michigan's side of uh, what we saw <laughs> this past weekend and kind of heading into the Big Ten tournament. Um, I, I look at this this you know as a whole, the regular season, they reached both of their goals here so far. Um, they won the, the regular season outright, Big Ten champions. That's, that's a, a goal heading into a regular season. And they also probably locked up a number one seed absolutely and they 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 did both of that those things that is a dream (laughs) regular season for for a team like that was with not very high expectations coming in uh coach that you still i still questioned heading into the season but the only one i was the only one coach of the year now big 10 um but i mean other than that it it was it, it was a the, the way that they, they won the Big Ten Championship, it, it's, it's a really cool cool way to do it. Against your rival, they did it convincingly. The, it the, was really cool. The best conference in college basketball was easily the Big Ten this year. So the fact that they just demolished the competition and they were easily the outright number one seed out of the Big Ten yeah. shows how great of a season this really was. I mean, Gonzaga was not going against this competition. Baylor did not have this kind of competition. Not anywhere near this kind yeah, of Yeah, so Michigan, yeah. Michigan's been through the ringer. They've proved that they can win against – the slow teams that want to slow it down and just play defense, and they've also played against the teams that just want to score like crazy against like an Ohio State, for example, yeah. and score right there with them and control the game from up front. They, they can play from behind. They can play from uh, ahead of their competition. They're, this team is well-rounded and ready for and you know tournament action. Yeah, so Are you excited, Sam? I am a little excited. I'm, I'm excited for this tournament. Usually you just dog basketball. but Well, I don't like basketball. It doesn't change they that shoot, fact, They shoot but. threes. They they score like crazy on the inside. They've got big bodies that can guard the perimeter and the inside and switch. Uh, they're just they're just ready. They're a tough team to play against. If Gonzaga is going against Michigan, Gonzaga will be looking at this team, and they will not be looking forward to the game. Yeah. You know, they're going to have tough matchups, I guess I can put it that way. Yeah, so a couple more things. Uh, the, the loss, they lost more than just the, the game on Sunday. Uh, they lost Eli Brooks to an injury. It looks like a, looked like a pretty bad ankle injury. They still haven't come out with any update updates on him. Um, Is that he, a bad He sign? was in a walking boot, all that stuff. I mean, he's one of the best defenders. He's kind of a – he's pretty important to the flow of the offense. Is that fair, Ryan? Yeah, he can switch out on point guards too, which I think is important. Um, when Mike Smith is in the game, he's the small guy, but Eli Brooks has size and the quickness to stay in front of those little guys. So um, he is important to the team, absolutely. He, he gives a little bit of scoring threat on the floor as well. But yeah. um, he's not going to break, make or break their team in general, but it is a big loss. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how they play. I, I doubt he plays in the Big Ten tournament. I don't see a reason why. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they play without him. And really, just the Big Ten tournament as a whole, I don't want to say it's not important because it is. It is very important. I've always said I would rather have a Big, a big Ten tourney championship than a regular season. I'm going to stick with that. But at this point, when you have the number one seed, let's say, locked up, it's still questionable. You never know if they lose by to Michigan State, if they get a rematch, all that good stuff. If they could fall to a two seed, doesn't matter. The bottom line is you don't have a lot to gain other than another banner, if that's the way you choose. Um, is there anything else other than, I mean, trying to polish things up in this tournament? Or is it, 
I mean, for me, like I've always thought, I want to see Juwan Howard coach in a tournament type atmosphere. That's something that I'm looking forward to see, and I think is kind of important to see how he does. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, what else I, do you guys see in that, like heading into the tournament here for I, Michigan? I guess I would kind of agree. I don't. Um, I don't. It's nice to have. It's nice to have that season where you get both big, the season and the tournament. You feel I, dominant. I wouldn't yeah. know. You feel. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. There's a cough um, button now. Yeah, there was more of a laugh. Than a <laughs> <cough>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, but you got to think with how good they are, they want to play for the big one. Yeah, no, I I agree. I would. They I just, think they just need to they just need to keep momentum going, right? I mean, just don't lose momentum. Yeah. Don't lose that. Don't um, get rusty. Don't, yeah, yeah. You got to feel like a number one overall seed going into the tourney. Yeah. yeah, I think people are a little low, or I think the loss on Sunday is getting a little bit too much of uh, you they know race race too up. many concerns. What were they playing for? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, you, and you lost yeah, to a true. team that that they, was yeah, playing right. for for a lot as well. So that's something to do. I'm not saying Michigan wasn't trying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Michigan State didn't deserve to win anything right. along those lines. Um, but I mean, it's it's part of it. So I don't know. Um, but we do got to talk some Michigan State before we uh, get going here. But so, so let's just start with. I mean, what they did. They I think they've won their way into the big tournament. What is that? Twenty two straight year. Twenty straight. Year? I don't remember. Right around that? there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they won their way in. They beat a number two team, a number four team, and a number five team. And and. I mean that completely outweighs the the average to below average losses that they've had on their schedule through the parts of where they weren't really playing that good. This is they're winning these big games against really good teams at the right time. Yeah. So from what and I'm some seeing, some of the yeah, losses go. don't look actually that. I mean, they have a couple real stinkers. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. But. Some of those losses in this Big Ten are not bad losses. Stingers. Yeah, <laughs> <They> really, <laughs> losses in the Big Ten in general aren't None bad of them losses. are that bad. It's, it's rare. You gotta, this yeah. league, it's like Rutgers is good. Maryland, like it's yeah. a, you know what I mean. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Stinky. Um, <laughs> stinkers. <laughs> I say that word No, I agree time. with you. They they played their way in. They just beat top, uh, three top five teams in, what, a week? Oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. weeks probably. Yeah, yeah. so – that, that's a really big deal for them, and they did exactly what they needed to do. Again, they did have that loss late in the season against, I think it was Indiana, Indiana. right? Yeah. yeah. And they got blown out by them. It wasn't even that close. But again, it wasn't about the wins, the win total at that point. It was about big wins. The quality of them. Yeah. So yeah. They, they did it against the highly ranked teams when they needed to do it. And this is also the committee now has an excuse to put in Tom Izzo and the Michigan State Spartans. And if they are an eight seed and they pull off the upset the first – game against a uh, number one seed, or I guess maybe the second week, yeah, right? We're, yeah, if they win the 8-9 and then they're up against the number one, if they win that one game, you better believe that everybody in that bracket now is now expecting Michigan State to act like the number one seed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. they, they I would hate it to against, play that type yeah, of game. Yeah, exactly. They, it, especially when momentum's on their because side, they, they could they, be anybody. Yeah, yeah, because they have talent. Like right. Usually like a team like that doesn't have the talent to compete against really good basketball teams, like let's say a Gonzaga or a Michigan in in that one nine one eight matchup type thing, whatever it works out to be, I don't I don't really know. But like, usually the the lower seed doesn't have the type of talent that can compete with the upper teams. They do. They clearly do. And it's yeah. just all about it, it working out. Makes them so, very dangerous. Yeah. So I'm I'm seeing roughly eleven seed according to Jerry Palm. I've seen uh, nine seed as well. Um, wh- I mean, how high can they go? Like, let's say they go out and win this Big Ten tournament, and I mean, can they get up to like a Six, seven seed, or is that kind of stretching it? Like, where where do you kind of project their ceiling here? I think I think maybe seven at the absolute max if they end up winning the Big Ten championship uh, out of the tournament. 
I don't know. It, that might even be too high as well. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like... That, it's in that range. I though. mean, how many wins yeah. do they have? Like 13? 13 something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty so rough. The numbers are pretty rough. Usually yeah. usually a 20-win team. And, and they have less games, you know, because of the COVID yeah. situation. But usually it's a 20-win team that's right on the bubble. Mm-hmm. And that, that's for a lot of, of universities. That's what you're judging your season on. Did you get to 20 wins? Okay. So... Yeah. But they have a ton of quality, as it were, losses. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like... The quality's there. I mean, that's one thing that's great about the Big Ten is losses are just losses, but like you have the ability to to beat really good teams yeah. and really highly rated teams, which they did. Yeah. Which is, and if they go out and do it again, let's say they get another shot at Michigan, let's say they get another shot at Ohio State, like all of the like, they could move up very very quickly, um, because they're beating, you know, one two seeds, three seeds yeah. that yeah. Are, that are going to be in the tournament, very highly ranked teams. They're yeah. fifteen um, and eleven. They're ninth in the Big Ten. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's so are are we kind of overlooking? So like, I I was also thinking of that side of it. It's like we're only one game removed from a sixty nine to fifty loss. Yeah, they got the win seventy to sixty four against Michigan the, the on Sunday. But it's like, are we overlooking how bad that game was? Like, you kind of saw how Jekyll and Hyde this team can be, and if they go out and. I don't know which one's good and which one's evil, Jekyll or Hyde. But let's say, they, let's say they go out and have a performance like they did against Michigan when they lost 69-50 to 50 to um, – oh, oh, I'm getting nervous uh, – to Maryland. Is it they playing Maryland? Yeah, Maryland first round. I'm getting really nervous. I, <laughs> go, I, go, go. Um, I mean, you never know. They, they, I don't want to say they would fall out of the tournament, but it looks that much worse if they have another bad performance. But um, Moving right. on. <laughs> Moving on to the Detroit Red Wings. Did it. I got out of the water in time. I was getting really nervous there. But, uh, yeah, no, we're actually on the Pistons, Ryan. Yeah, Detroit Pistons. So this week, Blake Griffin buyout. That happened right at the end of last week, I believe, right, or over the weekend even. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, that was expected. He wasn't playing basketball again this whole season until they were going to finish his future or figure out what, was, what he was going to do. They didn't get a trade partner, which makes sense with, you know, how much he was making every single year. Uh, and, and so <laughs> they true. bought him out, and he's already signed with the Brooklyn Nets. That, how did that make you feel? Like, oh, I, I don't care at all. Just no, good I don't either. No, yeah. I, 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 I had no connection. I, I will later. That? Yeah, I, I really have no connection to Blake Griffin at this point. I've never really big. Fan. I was not a fan of the signing as it was. Yeah, um, trade. They were still a point guard, an elite point guard away from being a good team with all those bigs. So to me, it just never I, he never fits this, the kind of style of basketball that I like to see, anyways. So I don't really care. He, I think his true character came out this year. Yeah, not a huge fan of it. I, I hate his game right now. He, he posts up from the three point line. Not a big fan of that. And he's got no more athletic ability, was which is why he was a number one overall pick back when he was drafted. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know the numbers of how much salary we're going to eat over the next couple years I, I don't know any of that information well the good if, the good news is it's it's um i don't either actually I should but i think it's next year's the final year right? yeah so they they decided to, to have it all impact this year and next year and his buyout is done at that point okay. so they had an, an opportunity to extend it over several years and they yeah. decided not to do that i think it's a great move you're in rebuild no- mode now you know four years down the line would you really want to be trying to come out of rebuild mode but still paying for blake griffin yeah no, it doesn't make exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a that's a really good point. Um, I mean, I, it just kind of left that little. I, I didn't like the signing either. I never was really attached to him. I thought it was a bad decision to try to get at the eighth seed in the playoffs instead of completely tank. I feel like the only thing he did was delayed the rebuild that we're kind of in the middle of right now, and that is what I hold against Blake Griffin. But anyways, 
the the way that he just quickly like you couldn't get the trade and then all of a sudden you got a he already picks his team and it's the Nets and it's all that that is a little bit more of a bitter taste. But well, also he hasn't played in a month, so yeah. I guess it makes sense. He's yeah. looking around. Um, a couple other things. So Jeremy Grant was was being talked about. I heard this a little bit last week. I think the the Celtics are are very interested in him. Um, he's a good youngish player on a good contract, so that gets a lot of attention. Um, and then Weaver came out and said that nobody is untouchable. Ryan, I feel like I know where you're going to go. You don't you want to keep him, but like tell us why. I do. I want to keep him. I think he's long, athletic. He's an elite defender. He has learned or he's proven this year that he's an elite scorer as well. He's averaging over 23 points a game on good efficiency. He can shoot the three. He can have the ball in his hands and create. I think if you put the right players around him, some elite um, playmaker type guys who we might be able to draft in next year's draft, or even if Killian Hayes ends up working out, um, a guy like Jeremy Grant only gets better because he's not selfish with the basketball. He doesn't demand to be the center of attention all the time. He, he There are a lot of times where he gets the ball, it comes right out of his hands and he's moving along it, because it's within yeah. the, the framework of the offense. Am I wrong he's on a two-year deal? He's on a three-year deal. Three years. Okay. $20 million per year, which people said this was a terrible signing. This should go be a feather in Troy Weaver's cap because they said he was only worth $12 million. They signed him to a three-year $20 million. People were not happy with this pick, and now he's a now, border, now borderline like a all-star, and people are trying to shop for him. Yeah. So I mean, th- th- this is a big deal, and with his age being so young, yeah, he can guard multiple positions. Was he twenty three, twenty six. Yeah, I think he's like twenty six years old. Um, he's got he, last year's playoffs. He he guarded Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, LeBron James. I mean, this is a guy that can that can uh, match up with some of the elite players in the league. Yeah. And I just think it's, I I think. You know, you look at the Minnesota Timberwolves, you look at what the, the Cavaliers did, you know, without LeBron James, basically. You can have as many number one overall picks as you want, but what you really need to do is get the type of player and leader on your team to change uh, the environment of yep. your team. And I think if you get a guy like this mixed with a couple of others, you keep them as your core and you build talent around those. I don't care if you're in the middle of a rebuild or if you or if you're three years out. Like, why would you trade a guy, you know, the the guys in their 30s win NBA championships. Mm. They're the best. They're the best in the league. So let's let's collect a whole bunch of 20-somethings that play the way you should be playing and work off of that. But on the other side of, of this coin, is Jeremy Grant going to be on this team when they're competing for, a, let's say, top four playoff seed? In my head, it's no. That that's we're we're well away from competing, truly competing. If we can get something, if we can get something of true value, a couple first round picks is what they were saying. That's worth it. That's worth the twenty million dollars. It, that, it right? depends what franchise it's coming from. In basketball, a first round pick and that's twenty fifth overall is not worth that much. No. That that's equivalent to but a then it's to quantity. a fourth round, third and fourth round pick in football. But then it's still quantity though. Like I mean you. <laughs> Third or fourth round pick, we'll get into that in a little bit. I look at this is a lot like Kenny Galladay, which we'll, like I said, we'll get into. It's we would have loved to trade him, right? Instead of just letting him walk. Well, here we are. We're letting him walk, and then Jeremy Grant is going to do the exact same thing if we don't trade him now. That he's, I feel like his stock is at the highest. And Kyle's getting ready to push the button. This is Ryan's topic. Ryan, go ahead. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Jeremy Grant, again, I just think he is the type of attitude, type of defender, type oh, of person on. that 
You, you can need keep, you can keep on a the, team. You There's can still do one this, more bullet point on this. You one. can do the. Oh, sounder, I can wrap that up quick. You can do the sounder against more than me, just so you know that. All right. There, also, you, I'm not, I'm offended that he. <laughs> I'm offended by that. Late or uh, early February, there was an update. There was eight more weeks, I think, for Killian Hayes to come back. I really want him to come back this year, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to shut him down for the remainder of the year. All right. Detroit Red Wings, uh, currently they are in second to last place uh, by two points, but have played three more games than the Buffalo Sabres, who's just right behind them. Uh, they, they haven't played since Thursday. They're playing right now. They're up 3-2 against the Lightning, um, which is <laughs> I mean, a pretty dang good team. Uh, but look, I, the way I look at w- w- this, what I just saw in this last week w- when they weren't playing, this was the largest Blake break that they will have all season long. It's the largest break that they've had. If Blashill survived that break right there, he's going to survive this season. If if oh here we go. If Eiserman <laughs> if Eiserman wanted to fire Blashill mid season, it would have been Thursday or Friday. So. For the people that are thinking about Blashill getting fired midseason, I think you can throw that out the window. It's not going to happen based on that. Um, other than that, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. It's just trying to play good hockey and lose. Um, Larkin, he playing tonight. He played tonight. Or is playing tonight. He already scored a goal, which is good. Uh, still no, nothing really new on Bertuzzi and in his health, but he's very important to. Uh, kind of see development, and we'll we'll get into some trade topics and stuff like that as we get closer to the season, uh, or c- closer to the deadline. I think is is early April, so we we still have some time in there. Uh, but really, that that's all we got on the Red Wings tonight. So we are going to talk a little bit about the Detroit Tigers uh, before we move on to the Lions. Uh, I mean, obviously, we I don't even think that there's they've aired a live game yet. For, for the Tigers on, on Fox Sports Detroit. Yeah, Is that not, fair? Not that I've seen. So I haven't been able to sit and watch games. Obviously, you can find highlights everywhere you want to, um, but highlights are exactly what they say. They're the highlights. You don't really see the lowlights. You don't see the, the struggles, and you can't really evaluate, I think, the way that we would like to um, when you can sit and watch a full nine-inning game. Uh, but you really can't. You can't really evaluate in the spring training a no, whole but, lot anyways, but what are you seeing so yeah, far? Yeah, so, so far I'm seeing exactly what I've been expecting from Casey Mize. I think we're going to see a little bit of this all throughout the year, and I'll, I'm going to go through some stats. So he's he's been in two games. He has zero hits against him so far, zero ERA, uh, four innings pitch, but he and he has four strikeouts. So you know his stuff is good. He's getting a lot of swings and misses, but the concern is six walks. Okay, it's early. I'm not really that concerned about walks. But again, I've, I I think I've been through this a few different times with Casey Mize at this point. The key to Casey Mize being effective is his fastball. If he can locate his fastball, not in the middle of the plate because he is hittable when it's over the middle, Yeah. but if he can stay in the outside corner, on the inside corner, and he can learn how to pitch with his fastball, he will be. he has the potential to be an elite pitcher. And I'm expecting him to be because he's young, because he's learning how to you know pitch in the bigs. And what we saw last year is when his fastball floats around the plate, and it's not a predictable pitch for him, he will have high walks and high strikeouts. Okay. And and that just gets you in trouble. You know, that's going to be maybe five innings per outing. It's going to be where you're giving up maybe four runs. Your ERA looks bad yeah. even though you're keeping the team in the game. Yeah. But you're relying on your bullpen to, to Four runs and five out. innings, I feel like, was was him last year. Yes. In, in his time in the base. Was it because of walks? I, I can't remember. But it was... I mean, it was. It seemed like every time he looked really good, but somehow he would leave the game with four runs, right? Mid fifth inning. Type what ha- thing. What happens if you don't have command of your fastball is you start 
doing everything you can to make sure you don't walk that hitter. And, and when you're in that kind of a mode, that's when your fastball leaks over the middle of the plate. And now when a guy is sitting 2-0 fastball count, good luck. These are yeah. big league hitters. They're going to hit they're going to hit bombs against you. Right. So what his key is to get ahead in the count early, pitch to contact early, let his fastball float around the plate in and out and then work from there, you know. Then you get your splitter, curveball, slider. Um Matt Manning so far, two innings looked great. It was just one outing, but one hit, one strikeout. No walks, which is a big thing. He's saying that he wants to compete yeah. to play, to be on the roster come opening day. And that makes me pumped. Like, I, I actually kind of – I think I actually predicted that he out would, of the three of them, he has maybe the best chance of making the opening day roster. Yeah. And with Tarek Skubal as well, out of those big three kind of. Okay. I mean, I – He's athletic. He's good, man. Yeah. I, I feel like – and this is just my opinion. I feel like all three of them are going to start – and finish in AAA. Maybe they might get called up. They'll probably get called up. But at this point, like I think they're going to start in the minors and then protect them for one extra year of control. I think they would do that with Manning. I think they would do that with Mize and Scooble because you have the ability to. And that this team's not ready to truly compete yet. And if you can get that one extra year of control, it, it works out down the road. But you also burn bridges. Like yeah. I think Bryce Harper was, was a good example of that. Or am I right with or Chris Bryant? I think yeah, is Chris the Bryant. big one. Who yep. I mean, they the relationship never really recovered. I don't know if you ever resigned with them. I think he still with the Cubs right now. Is he really? Yeah. Did, okay, but I don't, I don't know if he's got a long term contract. I'm not really sure. But yeah, you're right. I mean, th- that's where the game's at, though. You know, they're not going to be competing for World Series, so they're trying to get service time is the most important thing to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I love is the attitude of Casey Mize with Tarek Skubal, with Matt Manning. These guys want to play. They want to make the opening day roster. They don't want to sit on the bench, and that means that you're creating a competitive atmosphere in, yeah. in the locker room, in the you know on the in the dugout, and with young guys that don't know how to lose yet, they, they've won everywhere they've been. Yeah. I, I love it. I just, I think that this is the culture that we need. It feels like that they want to do it together, too. Yeah. Like, it's not like, I want to beat you out. Or I want to beat Scooble out. Like my, he like he's like, no, we want to beat out them. We want to put enough pressure on the organization to be like, you don't have a choice but to play us now. And right. we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna do it now. And Matt Manning was thing. clearly frustrated. He he showed that he wanted to be with his guys, with the group of players. Yeah. You know, because he was in the 2017 draft. That's two years before Tarek Scooble and Casey Mize. Okay. So. He doesn't want them to leapfrog him yeah. in his mind. So he, there's a little bit of in, inner uh, competitiveness going on in this organization. couple hitters we want to bring up. Yeah, Willie Castro. Three home runs. He actually hit another one tonight, so I think that makes wow, four. that's crazy. Um, he's crushing the ball. I really think this guy has the chance to be a superstar in the middle of the infield for this team. He's got a little accuracy, arm accuracy, something going on. That I think, can be fixed. I think he's got the yips going on from uh, second <laughs> yep. to short. Totally yep. worth it, though, with it's that It's worth type it. Just keep hitting bombs. You can have the yips all you want. I don't care. I've worked out of myself. <laughs> Akil Badu. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll learn it if we have to. I have to. no what idea do you think if, about if I have guy? to. What I like is he is a speed guy. He looks like he plays the game the right way. He's hitting 364 in spring, 450 on base percentage. Uh, five walks. He's just getting on base. He's causing havoc. And so far with the Tigers, we've just seen more runs than we're used to seeing. Again, early spring, pitchers are only putting two innings of work in. But you really like what you see. Willie Castro's tagging the ball early. It's it's awesome. 
We are going to talk some Lions, and Kyle, you got to be a little... No, don't even oh, think about oh, getting sorry. that go. I just, this is the long segment of the episode, so don't even think about touching uh, that. Yeah, so... That shark button, yeah. We just got off of, what, like five short segments? I thought we did a great job. So those were supposed to be one to two minute segments. They were I'm, all like five. I'm so. pretty sure they were five. Well, yeah. that's always the goal. Be so a little pull, over... We pull it out of this one. Uh, no, no deal. Not so bad though, right? I no, mean, not, not, bad. not as bad as we normally are. Not bad. I, I think, I think we did a great job and maybe that might, might be a new way we do things. We'll see. We're trying to get a feel of, yeah, of we'll the see. way, what we got to do here. But anyways. Don't feel me. The <laughs> franchise tag deadline has passed officially at four o'clock today. Now there were rumors that it was going to get extended. It doesn't sound like it happened. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, it seems like. It's done. And Kenny Galladay, no matter even if it gets extended, the lines came out and said Kenny Galladay not tagged. They said they're letting him go. They're going to get potentially a third-round compensatory pick. I've been practicing that word all day long. Good. You nailed it. Um, I got that one done. In 2022, um, I I, I feel like we got to talk about this quickly from two different aspects here. From the fan side and from the understanding the organization and where they're at side. Um, from a fan. And then th- number three, a, the Jared Goff side. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, from from a fan side, how do you feel about letting him go for the c- compensatory pick that we're going to get? I mean, I'm, I might be the worst person to ask that question because I al- almost always look at this from an organizational point of view. Yeah. So I, I just see it as, like, are we really going to sign – a wide receiver in a year where the cap is going down, most likely everybody's strapped for cash. Are we really going to pay a wide receiver sixteen million dollars for one season? It's absurd. I mean, to me, it just it doesn't seem, especially with a new regime, a new quarterback. Like, what are we trying to do? Win the Super Bowl this year? Why are we bringing yeah. a guy like this back? You know? Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't know what the Lions were supposed to do. They were. It felt like they were in a tough spot. And and obviously the dream the dream scenario would be tag and trade, and you get let's say a second round pick for him, something like that. That would make me feel a lot better. It'd help me sleep better. There, I mean, just no market for him or what? I think everybody Why just knows they? where they're at. It's the yeah. cap. Everybody, the cap yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? He's obviously an elite wide receiver. Everybody's gonna want him. He's probably gonna be the highly like a very highly touted free agent now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe People the highest get him. for a wide receiver. It, but again, sixteen mil for for one year. I yeah. mean, if you're a team that's going to sign and trade, I don't know. Would would you get a? Would you give something you up for a year? Yeah, yeah. Like the Lions didn't even have the cash to pull this off, mm. and they would have had to cut a lot of important pieces. That's really good point. And to not, make this not only the Lions, but every team's in that same situation. Yeah. yeah and you think he's going to get sixteen mil somewhere else? I do. I do. Maybe long term. Sure, but the yeah. but the risk is with one year because the franchise tag is only one year and it's fully guaranteed, so it's, you can't break it break ooh, it down and like yeah. and make it work for you. But it, it, right. it also means he's not, yeah, he's not exactly. sticking around. So a team like maybe let's just say you know the Cowboys because they throw money around like it's crazy. Yeah, the Cowboys even though they're not going to go get a wide receiver, if they wanted him, they would sign him to a three four year deal. Yeah. Maybe that would be sixteen mil a year. Uh, but it would be spread out a little bit, and they would be have him on the team guaranteed for a while with a with a franchise tag. He's not gonna. He's not guaranteed the, to stick around for more than one year. That's the biggest part yeah. too, isn't it? I mean, he's gonna leave. Yeah. So why would you give him the sixteen mil? I mean. It, yeah, I mean, I, I, the way I looked at it is, is you, you took Bob, one of Bob Quinn's best draft picks, and you got, you washed, you you washed with a guy. You developed him into being 
honestly, I would say maybe top one healthy, top eight wide receiver. He, he, I think he's proven to be a little higher at times, but I think with his his health issues, he's he's been proven to be lower at times as well. Mm-hmm. I would say somewhere between eight, twelve type thing. I think that's a fair yeah that's uh, fair. comparison. So you drafted a guy with a third round pick, I believe. Is that fair? Yep. Is that right? Yep. Um, third round pick. You developed him into a top ten. Let's just say top ten wide receiver in the league. And what are you going to get for him? A third round, round compensatory pick. pick. That seems like just a waste to me. I feel like you had an opportunity. And look, I, we don't, we're not a part of the phone calls. We, we don't know if, if there was anybody even interested. I'm, I'm not going to get too frustrated about that, but that's the way I look at it as a fan is, is you took a third-round pick, you, you got a first-round talent out of it. Like when he's on the field, a first-round talent. And now all of a sudden, he became a third-round talent again with a compensatory pick. That, nev- that never gets me too excited. Yeah, but you never have salary caps go down. And I think well, that's it hasn't officially gone down. You keep saying that. But that's that's the point though. I mean, so they don't know. They they haven't even announced the salary cap at this point. They there were a yeah. lot of rumors that the um the franchise tag deadline would, would be extended because, because of that. they didn't even know. Yeah. So what are franchises supposed to do? They don't even know how much money they have to spend and then they're going to guarantee a wide receiver for one year 16 million dollars. Mm. I mean, it's it's crazy if you think about it i mean what it's just putting him in a a really bad position and if you are starting over we have a brand new quarterback a brand new coaching staff is that the hole that you're trying to dig yourself for a wide receiver that you know you you can't even guarantee is all in on your coaching staff you don't know how you even interact with him yeah so it's an impossible situation for the lions at this point um i do think that Kenny Galladay turning down the eighteen million dollars per year multi-year offer that from earlier on in the season. Yeah, I think that maybe hurt his case here because you know he was looking for something big, and if this coaching staff and and um, help me out with the with the GM Bob Quinn and Patricia or the or the or the new one Brad Holmes. Yeah, with Brad Holmes. I mean, if you're Brad Holmes and you saw that he de- declined this, it's not like he's a all in as a lion. Yeah, so he could turn on you at any time. Yeah, I, I with some of his tweets wondered, too, they kind yeah, of backed it up. That's true. I, I wondered if if a lot of that was the Patricia Quinn issue. I, I I wonder that they know better than we do. They probably had to sit down. They probably negotiated with him. They probably offered him something that we'll never know what it was. All of that, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but anyways, I, I think we kind of already answered the organizational side as well. We get it. It makes sense um, to not. Overpay for a guy, a guy that you probably can't. Yeah, probably a guy that you probably couldn't even afford. If you're really trying to develop a a organization and rebuild it, you don't want to, even if it is just one year. Perfect world, you sign, you tag him, you trade him, or you tag him and trade him mid-season, whatever it is, or you get a long-term deal. Which I, I'm glad we didn't do a long-term deal personally. Um, But anyways, I mean, well, and I think with Stafford leaving, it makes it easier to bite the bullet on this. Because you've already lost your your most loved, beloved athlete on this team. Yeah. So it's not like losing Galladay is that much of a punch in the in the gut because you've already had that done. So it's just like, oh, okay, well, we know the state of the Lions. We know what we're going through at this point. So losing yet another, you know, liked player on this team isn't isn't you don't feel it as much because it's not like Stafford's still there without 
Yeah. Galladay now. Nope. No, I, I think that's a good point. Um, also, Romeo Aquara, not tagged. Uh, he would have got like 17 plus million dollars. 17 and a half million. 17 and a half, yeah. I mean, it was the right decision not to, I mean, just to let him go. Uh, and, I, and I'm not sure if this is true. I think I heard that he, he could get us a fourth round compensatory pick someday. Um, I, again, I haven't looked into that too too close yet, so I'm not positive. But I heard the same. Thing. I heard that. Um, we'll we'll see it as things go on, and obviously a lot of that has to do with what kind of contract he signs, what kind of uh, what kind of uh, uh, whatever I'm saying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Kyle just <laughs> threw me off guard there. Um, Kyle heard that too. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever he did. you were about to say, I heard that too. Yeah, <laughs> just so, now. Uh, <laughs> they did the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they did make some cuts. They told Desmond Trufant they're going to cut him. They told Christian Jones they're going to cut him, and then uh, center or backup center Russell Bodine um, also going to be, get cut and free up a little bit of cap space. From what it sounds like, uh, Desmond Trufant will save about three and a half million. Christian Jones, I think, it was two and a half million, and Bodine was probably like a million at at, at best. So uh, uh, Bodine was up, like from nine hundred fifty thousand down to seven hundred fifty thousand. So it's like oh, one hundred fifty to two hundred. Oh, really? 000, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't even that. He's that, on a, he's on a minimum, but but that it, that but minimum's anyways, already dropped. Has it okay? Um, but anyways, I mean, you're freeing up 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 cap space. I think that's important. I'm little. I, I found the Desmond Trufant one a little interesting, out of, out of all of them personally, uh, because of the depth at corner that they've already talked about. Is it really worth? I mean, are you sa- saving three and a half million maybe, and opening up that gap that you're probably going to spend that money just to fill that gap, unless you f- f- plan on taking a corner in the draft early for a second round which i'm not <laughs> but i mean if you trade down maybe i wouldn't put it past them maybe uh, third round i mean what do you think about that i mean i was excited when we traded when we signed him last year and obviously he went through the injuries i don't think he's done in his career like i don't think he's he's that type of player that you just cut and say good riddance he still had a place on this team and would have been a decent player if, if for depth wise is that I mean, what do you think I, about that one? I mean, he could have been, but as much as they were paying him, you you almost feel obligated to start him at that point because you don't want to keep a, a role bench player for as much as he was making, which I think was like $9 million, right? Yeah, so do you think it's opening up a door for a Warrior who who probably earned that, that starting role? Yeah, and I if do. He, and if Trufant was there, then he wasn't going to get that. And Jeffrey Okuda, too. This, yeah, well, yeah, I, these, I think Okuda's a, you're giving him the start yeah, because these, you have these to. These coaches have already come out and said that they want this team to be to play with more confidence and they want them to play faster and, and they were playing slow because they were not confident so they I feel like they already have a plan for these younger players to yeah. step it up and to become the the main guys um and the other side of this is you know they have in all the press conferences they have spent so much time talking about the character of the players that they want they want warriors they want a very specific type of player kneecap biters or something like that yeah exactly like we're yeah and playing together yeah. you know and and i don't know what kind of uh you know what desmond trufant what you know what's out in the league about him yeah um he's not a shutdown corner we all know that but he's a serviceable corner at times I don't think he was overpaid though, necessarily for a corner that that could go in and, and. No, but he might be not be the guy. Like I guess I was getting more locker room. Like, if if he's not the guy in the locker room that they're looking for, that will okay be the warrior that they need. That will play for the players on the you know around him in the locker room. If he's not that kind of a guy, then then it's worth it to have worse players to have everybody buy in. Yep. 
Uh, two more things I wanted to touch on with the Lions, and if you guys have anything, please please bring it up. Uh, the Tyrell Williams signing, uh, he spent the last two years uh, with Las Vegas posting 42% receptions, receptions. for 651 <laughs> yards um, and six touchdowns in 2019 before spending. That's <laughs> all you have uh, to do, just perceive it to be true. All of 2020 season. Uh, all of the 2020 <laughs> season on, on IR. Um, Visualization. It sounds like, he, like he's definitely not a – uh, Galladay replacement. He's nowhere of that talent. He's not but that he, good of a perceiver. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't perceive things very well. Uh, perceives injuries here. I mean, what do, what do we think about this signing? <laughs> I think it's a great signing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you w- needed to sign a wide receiver. You had to, right? Yeah, you got to get some depth. Uh, how much did they pay him? I honestly, I couldn't find it. I don't even think it was out yet. I, I think it is. I think it's like four million. It was something. official today, but I didn't see it. Or John, did you see it? Or maybe look it up, and then you can jump on and tell us. Uh, <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> not not having it. Didn't uh, see no, it. I think no. it was about four million dollars. It's not. It's not was an expensive it? okay. contract. And this is a guy that's played with this coaching staff, so they know what yeah. they're getting. They know they know what kind of guy. And that's I go back again to this. They want the type of yeah. locker room presence, and they're mm-hmm. building something from the inside out. They're not building something that is all about the talent. They're looking for the type of player to buy into the system, yes. to work with the locker room, and to not have to be the guy. They don't yeah. want a drama king. They want somebody to go in there and and contribute. When yeah. he's when he's called upon, this is a system signing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like I mean, well, just, he, that, he like Ryan. They know what they're getting. Yeah, and they they like what they're getting, and that's why they did it. No, I I agree with you guys, and and the the people that that don't know. He, so he he started in the Los Angeles Chargers organization, which is our new offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn. That's the connection that I think um, is exciting. If if Anthony Lynn has the same vision for this head coaching staff um, and. You know, they all have the same vision. And Anthony Lynn's like, let's go out and get this guy. He's available. We can sign him now. Um, he was released. Like, it, it works out perfect. Go get him. You get him cheap. And he's the guy that I think will fit what you need. Yeah, you still need a superstar wide receiver. You still need to get a really, really good wide receiver if you want Jared Goff to be successful, if you want this team to be successful in 2021. Um, but, I mean, it, it seems to be a good depth guy. Like, it's Marvin Jones is if you can put somebody else around him. That, that might be the best comparison. Yeah. Yeah, Marvin Jones, because Marvin Jones is so into the team that he's playing with. He's a locker room guy. He's great in the community. And I think that's all the things that I've heard about Tyrell Williams. The other thing is, you know, this again, this coaching staff, when they started getting put together along with Holmes, they recruited a great coaching staff around great. him. Great. Great. And we're talking about guys who – could have gone to a lot of different teams. And, and w- when we say great, it's not guaranteed to work. It is, I mean, a lot of names that you can get excited about. A, a lot and of surprise if, hires. Yeah, exactly. And the league looks around at this this staff and be like, wow, this is a fun staff. This is a good staff. This is a cool staff. I think that's something that the Lions have never had, and that's the exciting part. That's the great that I think we're saying. Who knows if they can coach a lick? Right, <laughs> like I mean, we don't for the positions that they're going to be. They're all taking a step up. Well, I guess Anthony Lynn's taking a step back. But anyways, it's like you're, you're taking a risk on some guys, which all head coaching hires and defensive like they're they're all risks. But you're bringing in a really cool supporting staff. He's hiring guys. He's hiring guys that he has coached with or played with, and they feel comfortable. They know each other. They they know what they're building. I heard stories about the supporting staff. And they were they were getting phone calls from 
multiple assistant coaches saying, "Hey, we're building something special. You need to get in on this. This yeah. is this is something different. Like we're going not from the norm. We're going for character. We're going for you know energy. We're going for a very certain specific style of football. We're trying to change a culture here. Nobody w- would take a Detroit Lions." job and expect to just be great because it just doesn't happen with the Lions. Yeah. So it's got to be a staff that's confident that they know what they're doing. They're going to build it the right way and it's important to them to do it the right way. If they can recruit coaches with that model, I just feel like a guy like Tyrell Williams is most likely that type of player because they sold him and said, hey, you should get in on this. This is yeah. something that you we can think you are going to fit in with and we think you'll succeed at and you don't want to miss out yeah and, and it could and I, definitely benefit recruit. your next contract just as much as helping out the team do what they want to do now I, are how we old just is gonna, he uh 20 ish i mean i'm just saying four, three or 24 i think he's pretty young. pretty young yeah. yeah i think he is yeah he came into the league in, in what was it 2019 he's two he's 29 20, oh, he is older. He's yeah, 29. what was I talking about? Nice try, Sam. Yeah. 2015. You really had me Kevin? fooled there. Yeah. His, his contract is good for up to $6.2 million. Oh, wow. So what is it, like 4.5 to 6.2, I think it was? Yeah, probably 4.5 to 6.2. Nice. Yeah. At least it somebody's was, got good information like here. Thanks, John. Sam. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's, hey, coming, he's coming off of a four-year, $44 million contract, so I think technically you got him at a deal price. He's, nice. he's a steal. I like it. Yeah, um, and are we just gonna nice. are we just gonna roll over the Romeo Aquara? I know you brought him up, but then you moved on. No, after that. yeah. If you have something about that that you wanted to bring up, go go uh, for it. Well, the two biggest names this off season for the Lions are Kenny Galladay and Romeo Aquara. Yeah, and Romeo had over ten sacks. I think he was eleven sacks. Right, he hit eleven. Yeah, and he almost he was one of the league leaders in pressures all throughout the season. He had a great year, and he did it with bull rush. He did it with speed rush. He was not one dimensional. And that's that's really sought after in the NFL right now, um, and and it was really he was our only guy that was creating any pressure at all. Yeah, especially with Trey Flowers out. The dynamic with Okwara is interesting because we have his little brother Julian Okwara. Yeah, we so, know that seventeen and a half million is too rich. It's too rich for almost every team out there, and he probably knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I it, he was not going to be franchise tagged. We knew that. Only John appreciates my drops. But we have. <laughs> We have an opportunity <laughs> to get a, a deal done with him. I agree, and I and I don't put that past the Lions right now. I think it's very likely the Lions have Romeo Quara going into next year, and he seems to be a good fit for what we've already talked about in the in what they're building. He was an undrafted guy, so he already has that chip on his shoulder. He has that guy that's hey, I'm I'm already I'm just happy to be here at this point. I thought my career was done at one point, and here I am. I'm I'm gonna make some money. I'm gonna. You know, my kids aren't going to have to work. Their kids aren't going to have to work. He's he's got that because he's going to get a very good contract, and hopefully he gives that line the Lions that that home. I hate saying it, quote unquote home hometown discount because he does his brother is there. Is that going to be a factor? I I I agree. I could see him re-signing with the Lions at, at a much uh, more team friendly deal, maybe a little bit more guaranteed. Yeah. Um, to kind of persuade him. I mean, why didn't they get that done before the tag? I, I'm not sure they had to. I mean, we we have a brand new coaching staff, brand new GM. It's hard to get that stuff done when yeah. you're just coming into things. No, I, I think that was that was definitely good to circle back with. Um, anyways, uh, one more little rumor here that uh, we're going on with the lines before we move on was the Chase Daniel. So ship <laughs> him, good, get out of here, <laughs> right? Like if it, I would. Well, I, 
Like, Let's have Charlie Batch as the backup. <laughs> like, I don't care. Let's yeah. just not pay money for a backup quarterback right now. The thing that I like about it, so obviously you free up the money, which is Zero. awesome. But at the same time, <laughs> I like you, it. if you free up that's the roster spot, that's how anything, I would do it. I think if you free up the roster spot and you are going into this with one quarterback on your roster, what does that do to teams? They, that makes, like in the draft, talking draft only, that makes teams think they are looking to fill a quarterback, whether it's a true starter do they really believe in golf? Like it raises so many questions when you have one on your roster, which is I think this is the biggest thing that Quinn did wrong was he signed uh, Chase Daniel to be um, Stafford's backup before the draft, and that was like all right, but they're not going. They took they just brought in a guy that gets along really good with Stafford, and it was writing on the wall. There was questions going into that draft if Stafford was going to be traded prior to it, and when you sign Chase Daniel to be a backup. That was like red flag. They're not taking Tua. We don't need to trade up to get him. The Dolphins, you know what I mean? Like the and I think if you can get rid of Chase Daniel, I don't care if you cut his butt. I I don't care. Eat the money, whatever it takes. Open up that quarterback position just to throw that extra uh, question mark into the draft and be like, are the Lions looking to take a quarterback? Don't take a quarterback. Please don't take a quarterback. I'm I'm begging you, don't take a quarterback. I mean, maybe though, right? I mean, just if somebody maybe falls, take a quarterback? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We got a lot of mock <laughs> for me to do that, but uh, but at, at that point, it's like just get rid of them, do whatever it takes to just throw that question mark into everybody else's mind heading into the draft. If a team is idiotic enough to to pay money and trade for Chase Daniel, you accept it. I don't care what the yeah, terms are. Like, take it. We will give take you our sixth round pick for a seventh round pick in Chase Daniel. <laughs> like, are you gonna win? Are you gonna win with Chase Daniel? No. Oh, so why are you paying him four million dollars? You shouldn't it's because so he was he was a Stafford. We're paying Stafford a, guy. We're paying Tyrell Williams that kind of money. Think about that. What yeah. ha- what happened to Jake Rudock? Uh, he he, <laughs> oh, had, he had to have been cheap and was the same thing as Chase Daniel. <laughs> he, really he moved was. on to bigger and better. Uh, well, I don't what know. Maybe doctor, XFL. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Sam, when you sent this out, I had to look up who Chase Daniel was on the roster. I didn't know what position he played. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. He's that one quarterback <laughs> that torched the Lions for five touchdowns back oh, in like yeah, 2014. The, yeah, he did. He definitely did. But that's enough Lions talk, Kyle. It's enough quickest, Lions quickest talk. Ever. What do you think? Do you think that, that was, was good? good? Yeah. 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 It didn't. Didn't. What's this? Seems like you what? just got over it really fast. What's the drop that says expired? Uh, expired. 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 Oh, okay. Desmond Trufant. <laughs> <laughs> expired. I should have been hitting that one. Yeah. Um, expired. We're going we're gonna, to uh, celebrate National Get Over It Day. So I'm going to give you guys a little history lesson here in about what, what this is all about. Lay it on us. And, and then we'll give... Let's see how this out. read goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, can't <laughs> uh, wait National to Get this. Over It Day. Each year on the 9th of March, people across the country observe National Get Over It Day just as it implies. The day is to do exactly that. Get over it. It may be a variety <laughs> of things. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> Some, it. Sometimes we need to get over the small things like spilled milk or traffic, which traffic is not a small traffic thing. Traffic is not a small thing. Um, even news such as being passed over for promotion, poor grades, or an argument with a family member, or being treated badly on, on a podcast by a, um, someone that you trust. All those good things. I mean, because, of course, I go rogue and I lose my spot. Um, it shouldn't <laughs> cause us uh, to live our lives uh, in a state of misery forever. Um, so then That's it tells true. you how to observe forever. National Get Over It Day. It says, don't <laughs> so fume dramatic, over something so minor uh, any longer. Settle the score with yourself 
and your burden will feel lighter. Hey, man, my first get over it is that read. Like, let's <laughs> I'm just over it. Move just um, it says, over it. Say goodbye to the oh, <laughs> say goodbye to the worry of the if onlys and what ifs, and look forward to the days with a more positive attitude. How long is this read? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play the the shark music, so I was just I it. thought I had a free reigns here. Um, <laughs> Anyways, if My something's bad. been on your mind that you want to just get over this, today is the day to do it, um, and we're going to do it sports-wise. So the National Get Over It Day is history. So Get Over It Day was created by Jeff Goldblatt in 2005 after having trouble getting over an ex-girlfriend. So that's how it all started. And Where do you, where do you find this stuff? Uh, nationalwhatday.com. All right, so we can just really? add a random day at any time. <laughs> I think you can. Let's make yeah. our own. You guys yeah. want to? Yeah, State of My Sports Day. State yeah. of My Sports Day. Everybody listens to State of My Sports. It's a federal Not that holiday. they don't listen. Everybody already listens. Anyway. They already are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Anyways, that's, that's not how it works. <laughs> Cult following. I figured we would fill our banana boat. And, John, you just give me a thumbs up if you want to do it or not. You don't have to. Don't No pressure. I'm actually going to start. So what we're going to do is we're going to fill our banana boat with stuff we simply need to get over. I personally went sports. You guys can do whatever you want. Um... First thing that came to mind was uh, 2009, Game 7. I think early on in the podcast episodes, I, I told the story of uh, Trav and I. We were young young bucks then, and we painted ourselves from head to toe in red. We were wearing some black afros. We were pumped wearing cutoffs, just really excited. We got tickets for Game 7, 2009, and the Red Wings lost. And it was one of the worst days of my life. Um <laughs> you know, it's it's easy to say get over it, but I ask, at the same time, I don't know if I need to necessarily. I just think this paper says you got to. Is it so? Like after I do this, do do we have to like actually get over it, or are we That's, just? Is well, this you're telling yourself of the conversation. That. No, you just need. to I get feel over like it. I kind of already have, um, because I used to blame Crosby, and I've kind of gone past that. Like sure. hating Crosby, I, I think I've kind of done that, but I think it's 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 um, very important to. So do. you like Crosby now? I so do. You're a fan of Sidney Crosby. I respect Sidney Crosby. I, I would I've not say there. I am a fan. I would say I respect I've him. gotten there with several big-time athletes like right. Derek, Derek Jeter. LeBron James. Kobe Bryant. Never LeBron. <laughs> um, yeah, Kobe know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Like, See, I hated these guys. And then eventually I'm just like, you know what? I really respect what Derek Jeter, what Kobe Bryant have done with their career. Yeah. It, it just gets more and more impressive the longer it goes. You know, Tom Brady, another one. I, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I, I was Brady. Not, like I was a big I, Peyton I Manning. I really guy. am too. I really, yeah. Tom Brady. I came around. Like it's just amazing what he can do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan for anybody that's going to work that hard and put that much energy into it and be yeah. that successful. Care that much? Want to win that bad? All right. So second on my banana boat is the Tigers. The Tigers run from let's just throw 2006 in um, because that was when it kind of all started. 2006. It was a 2000 and. 13? Is that kind of the, the yeah. last year? Maybe 14? 14, 14, 14 they still had a chance. Year. They, 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 mm. The run without a title, I, I, I've i held it against Leland. I've held it against uh, Coke and yep. guys that just were garbage that I Phil feel like Coke? ruined the team. Phil Coke. At, at time, yeah, Phil Coke, not Former Coke. Yeah. I liked him. He just had a 6 ERA, so I mean, yeah. he sucked. I, I need to get over the fact that we didn't get a title, and, and it's hard. It is very hard because you, we deserved a title. We need we deserved our, our 84. Did Coke get a ring with the 09 Yankees? I don't believe so. No, okay. I think he was in a minor leaguer when, did when we traded for him. It would just be funny if the Tigers did. Did Cha- Chamberlain? 
Chamberlain did. Yeah, Chamberlain did, did yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, so we had him too. Yeah, yeah. he was the one. Yeah. Both at the oh, then worst. you had Supernova. You got rid of him. Nobody <laughs> wanted him. <laughs> Anyways, the Tigers run without a Supernova. title. I need to get over it. And I think the really the one thing that'll get me over it is when they finally win it. But that's I'm, a really I'm good kind one. of over the past, and I'm I'm really looking at the future here. And because it, it's kind of it, it's time. There's no bad contracts other than Cabrera. It is time to put that pass behind us. We are out of the selling for a title without getting a title type type area. So we're we're done with that. I can be done with it too. Um, third one, the pick pick up picked up flag in the Cowboys game. <laughs> I put this on my list, and I don't even think I'm going to do it. No, I, I don't think I should. You're not over it yet. No, I, I shouldn't even trick myself. That it should have been. It should have been the year we finally got the playoff win. Yeah. So I, I'm going to keep that. No, I'm not getting over that. You're picking up that flag. Yeah, I'm picking up. You're picking yeah, up I'm, your flag. I got to. I got to find flag. a fourth yeah. seat. I'll just move on to who was going to take my fourth seat now, and I'll try to come up with a fourth one later. Uh, trading Stafford. Uh, this is going to be a very difficult year for me. I think. I mean the. The NFL in general is going to hype Stafford and the Rams at a point that's going to be miserable for Lions fans. Whether you like Stafford or you hated Stafford, it's going to suck for every single Lions fan. But look at what we what we're doing. Look at what we're gonna get. We got a third round pick this year. We got two first round picks in the in the next couple of years already. If we do it right, we'll add more. If we trade down, it's going to be good. This is the best. It had to happen. This is honestly the best uh, vision I think the Lions organization has had in a long time because they had to use Stafford as part of that vision, whether they wanted to or not, and you had to work that in there. And I think it was the right decision to do it and and try to win with Stafford. But now that he's gone and you, you can kind of – I don't want to say forget about him because I, 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 that's going to be very hard for me. It will be hard for you, yeah. Um, but anyways – That's what she said. Yeah, you just you, – you can't tee up your own drops. I had to. Exactly. I, need, I needed to buy time to I'm find it. I'm surprised you didn't give yourself an applause. <laughs> I was literally it, just trying to buy time to find it on the board. It's <laughs> like hitting two balls off the first tee of golf. <laughs> yeah. you know? like I mean, like, but everybody does ball. it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, so trading Stafford, I need to get over. I'm not sure I can do it right now. I need some kind of healing in the moment. But, I mean, I know it's on my list, and I know I need to do it. So that that's going to be um, number four. And the other one that comes to mind was the JT was short um, when, in whatever year it was. That that's the other one that I think could kind of fill my my seat, but maybe I should leave one open and, and rack my brain for a bit while you guys kind of give give some of yours. Is is anybody ready to give their their banana boat? Yeah, yet? yeah, I could do this. So I, I'm going to agree with a couple of yours. I'll start with the trading Stafford. You know, it it's time to move on. We had a great run with Stafford. Stafford is the best quarterback in Lions history, which isn't really saying that much. But if you if just put that in perspective, like we went from Barry Sanders never having more than one quarterback or never having a good quarterback yep. and just jumping from quarterback year after year, having to deal with that whole thing all through the early 2000s with zero identity, losing all 16 games one season, and then going into the Matthew Stafford Era. tenure. Yeah. yeah, And that was the best quarterback play the Lions have seen in franchise history. And with that being said, you know, we – we're still not a successful franchise. It it took more than Stafford to put us over the top, and, and the leadership of this franchise has failed him. And at this point, we need such a restart that, you know, 
I am over the Stafford era already because we've proven time and time again that we can't win with him. So let's move on and try to do this a different way. Let's get creative. Let's. I, I love Stafford. I wish he was on the team still, but I'm moving on. It, yeah, it is what it is. No, I think that is like that would be on. I feel like every Lions fans list at, at this point. But um, so you agree with that? That, that, that took a seat on yours. Yeah. Uh, next one. The the Tigers era is the perfect get over it thing, like what you're saying about championships. Even more than that, I need to get over having Pudge Rodriguez, Justin Verlander, J.D. Martinez, Max Scherzer, Annabelle Sanchez, Galarraga. Prince Doug Fielder, Fister. Prince Fielder, Doug Fister, you know, I, Al Cabrera. The list goes on and on. <laughs> we moved on. J.D. From, Martinez. You had a basic all star team. <laughs> we. We did. We had the best all-star team. Omar Infante, you know, like uh, uh, the third base, third baseman from the Reds. What's third baseman for the Reds? Cassianos. No, no. Well, well, yeah. Oh, Suarez. Yeah, Eugenio Suarez. Joey. Cassianos. All these guys, and we got such little in return. I mean, Verlander, the trade that we got back from him. I really hope. Yeah, Yeah. I really hope that one pitcher works out. Uh, JD Martinez. Just an awful trade. Awful trade. Max Scherzer got nothing for yeah, him. He walked. He didn't walked. He? We just we tried to sign him to a big one, and somebody else went bigger. Uh, that's what she said. Annabelle Sanchez. <laughs> I was on my. You, you beat were on me the way. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, Annabelle Sanchez. Same thing. Like he was the worst when we traded him. We've had the worst timing with. We've gotten nothing back from some huge names. Yeah. So would you say it's not getting a title, or more like just the the names that are gone? That we didn't get a title with or a return with. Like, it's is both. it just kind of a I wanted to add on to what you no, said. No, yeah, I think that was that was a good point of it for sure. Um so Tigers is another one. Yep. Number three, same thing. I'm gonna go with the Detroit Pistons, and I think uh Kyle might have something with the Pistons as well. But Blake Griffin going just leaving for nothing. We bought out his contract. I'm gonna be doing this. This is the same theme of the Pistons that, I'm, that I went with the Tigers. So Josh Smith, we spent all kinds of money, got nothing out of him. J- Charlie Villanueva, same thing. Ben Gordon, same you're thing. Right. Allen Iverson, yeah. same thing. Uh, when you really add those up, you're oh, man. Oh, it's I, terrible. I should have put that up. It's awful. Um, Blake Griffin, another one. I mean, uh, Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. one of the best centers in basketball, and we end up selling him for nothing. Yeah. We are giving these players away – and, and I get right now why we're do, why we're doing that. I'm excited that Blake Griffin's gone. We got him, you know, got rid of him and bought out his contract. It's the right thing to do. We're moving on. That's National Move On Day. Yeah, you gotta you do know, it. It's perfect. You gotta do but it. Move it as on. a whole. It's just so disappointing for the for the Pistons to have had nothing in return for all these big contracts and big names. And we just I got to move on from it. <laughs> Last one, number four. All right, guys. So I had a thousand dollars, and I'm not like one to put a ton of money in the stock market, but I had a thousand dollars invested into Penn gaming. gaming. Oh no! And if you don't know Penn, that they were they bought Barstool Sports, and they are in sports betting and the whole sports betting world. World, yeah. and I bought a thousand dollars. Worth of shares when they were at twelve dollars a share. Shut up. <laughs> okay, and that was in March. March I want to say. Yeah. <clears throat> right now, Penn is currently trading at one hundred and seventeen dollars and twenty four cents. 
When Which did, means... When did you sell? <laughs> that Please been, tell me you still have it. Oh, I Is sold it like 16. Is that <laughs> That's a 10 times return almost? Oh, it's more than that. Hold on. Hold on one second. So 117 much right on 10 divided by 12. That Yeah, yeah, pretty much 10 times. Right. So I lost out on $10,000. Well, really nine, I guess, profit with that one. So that is, <laughs> I just need to get over that. That one hurt quite a bit. And all, and I knew it. And I kept telling everybody, you just got to hold, you got to hold. And then I saw it at 16. I was just like, you know what? It started coming down. I, I'm going to sell. I want this money back. Um, and I, bought then, it, I bought it 50. Did you? Yeah. You still got it? I still have it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Uh, GameStop's the other one. I had inside info at $40, and I thought that it had already That's me- bigger. reached its max. <laughs> GameStop went to like- <laughs> And that went to 480 400. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to give myself 350 because I definitely would have sold before 400 <laughs> oh, Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I would have been done. Where are you getting stock tips, and can I have- information it's called you reddit i don't know how to find reddit honestly my, i've tried I my buddy figure it out. my buddy at work was telling me about it he gave me inside information i was ready to press submit and i chickened out because that's the kind of investor i am not cut out for it and uh lost out on a lot of money all right I just need to get over kyle it. john i mean you, are both you guys ready to go i can go all right kyle do you or john do you do you have some okay He's ready to. Do you think you guys can run this topic so I can go to the restroom real quick? No, sit no, there. We'll no, we'll sit, sit here in there silence while you go pee. We all have to pee, Sam. Okay. And actually, all let's right, turn I'll up wait. our microphone and see if we can you, hear it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had to wait for your four. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear ours now? I mean, come on. All right, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I don't, I, no, I'm not leaving. I'll start, I don't trust you guys. I'll start with the Pistons if you, you guys want to. Yeah, go ahead. That'll be boring talk for you. Pistons. I can get through the whole four in the time you're in the bathroom. Yeah, That's the goal. Yeah, there was a lot with with what Ryan just said about the Pistons, but I was going to throw in uh, 2003 Darko Milicic. Honestly, um, that was so bad. That one, that's t- it was just such a good draft. It's like the, <laughs> the laughing best stop. Yeah, it's a la- laughing stock of like the NBA draft. Right. But all, it gets worse. Time. It gets worse every year because no- nobody ever lives up to that type of draft. No, right, right. We were t- So who did we, who went first? Because we had the second pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, so LeBron was LeBron first overall first, pick, right, okay. no brainer. And then yeah. they were everybody was in this like they were trying to get cute with their picks. We it was between Darko, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony yeah. and basically Dwayne Wade at that point, and Chris Bosh. Those were the big those were the big names up front that were being tossed around for second overall. And well, obviously you go with the European that can't that isn't very nobody athletic knows and about can it. shoot a, a little bit and can't really right. rebound, can't really pass. And he spent what two? But years? he's eighteen, so who knows? And he only spent two years in the league, right? Uh, and then I, he was out. I think it was something like that. It was two or three. No, I think it was more than that. I think he had a decently long career, but that's because I mean, in he was the NBA, second overall. Oh, I feel like it was still short, though. Yeah. So I mean, it, it Sam, didn't stop how long there. was Darko in the league for? I would say I think he stood stayed in the league pretty long. I would guess about eight years. Yeah, and then we're talking about. Yeah, you know, he was he was with the Pistons then with the Magic. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he played yeah. out his rookie I mean, contract. Yeah, yeah he did. but he never was like a starter, or like a true starter. Ooh, think. but he's left-handed and he's European. <laughs> yeah, he'll throw a lot <laughs> of guys off. Got to be good, Mono Ginobili. Right. No, but I mean, even like Kyle Korver, Leandro Barbosa, um, uh, who? Are, what other Chris names do you see? Chris Kamen. Yeah, is in there. Matt Bonner, David West, Zaza Pachulia. Like any of those guys would have been better. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was thinking about playing because he never really played. Yeah, don't yeah, look up stats because yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't really have many. Yeah, yeah, that Terrible. That you should get over it. Okay, Sam. What's up? I already did all four. 
No, you didn't. You did Pistons only. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, number two. Or wait, I'm not supposed to put these in order. Nope, no order. Okay. I Just do, fill the seats. I do this to you every time. Banana boat. Uh, MSU basketball first round loss to Appalachia State. Nope. No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Middle Tennessee. I knew that's where you were going. Or I knew <laughs> that was my rebuttal. Yes, Middle Tennessee State. The 15-2. and two. I mean, it's made a little bit better now that a 16 has beaten a 1. Yeah, because that was a what was it, that was a two seed. Were they a two seed then? They were two seed then. Yes. Yeah. 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 Still, who just the, like who they, was the one seed? Was it Kansas that lost? No, it was Virginia. Uh, no. Was yeah, it? Virginia yeah. lost. Yeah, Virginia because they came back next year and, and won, won it. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I, I thought totally it was like Villanova, themselves. but <laughs> totally redeemed themselves. That was no fun. I thought it was Villanova. No, Virginia. They played against Texas Tech the next year. Okay, you might be right. I'm not the historian. You guys are. I'm curious if it was Villan. I got John thinking. John thinking it might be Villanova. I remember dates from the '90s. It was way Villanova better than recent years. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm pretty this sure was it was like two or three years ago. Yeah, like I can it. tell you like Travis Fryman's stats at third base in 1995, but I can't tell you right. what just happened last year. Um, okay, next is going to be. Uh, I need to get over the 2017 Astros cheating scandal. Uh, because the Yankees would have won the World Series that year, and nobody will ever tell me different. You're right. It was Virginia. Yeah, thank you. And who did they play the next year in I the final? I don't care. I'm not, yeah, not going to let you get Middle right. Tennessee Middle State. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and you're... Those buggers, they're back in? <laughs> Turns out they're pretty good. Uh, the cheating scandal. I'm mad about the cheating scandal. Or yeah. No, I'm getting over the cheating scandal. You know, scandal. I, I think more than that, the Astros were really well coached. <laughs> right, yeah. I think that yeah. was that's the biggest part Managed. of that championship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he and he had no idea any of that was going on, right. so I wouldn't worry about that. Right, people we're are, not. People are banging. We're not worried. Garbage cans in the dugout, but that's eh. okay. It's better than uh, steroids, which is didn't? like what six of your guys' titles. Uh, I don't know if I'd say six. <laughs> Probably five, though. I'm okay with steroids, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. But we do have the rings. If you, yeah, six of them are more tainted than the Astros. Uh, not six. Andy Pettit. Anytime Andy Pettit did anything. You can steal signs. You just can't use technology. Last I checked, trash cans is not a technology. It's a form of technology. Uh, they had cameras. <laughs> they had cameras. <laughs> they did. Did they? Yeah, I guess that. <laughs> you'd kind of have yeah. to, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, last but not least is the MSU football. Oh, you didn't do it to me. I'm so glad. Oh. I thought you were going to hurt me. MSU oh, with the picture I sent you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, MSU football lost to Alabama in the playoff without crossing the 50, without scoring a <laughs> point. I love it. Um, Makes me laugh. It was so great to make the playoff and then to just get <laughs> completely owned. was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. I w- hey, I would love to be there, though. You guys got there. That, that, you yeah, got to hang doesn't know what that's like. No. But, like, it was just such an egg delay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Close to Easter right now. I mean, eggs is kind of a, yeah. They laid a, a massive egg. They really screwed that game up Whoa, big time. Is that the same year? No, it wasn't. No. Oh, that was with uh, who was that quarterback? MSU. It was right after Kirk Cousins, right? It yeah. was with um, Keith Nick. No, not Keith Nick. Brian Hoyer. No, no. Con- uh, Connor Cook. Why yes, did you take this? Uh, Connor, <laughs> we're so bad. <laughs> With names, Hoyer had been in the NFL Connor. for like f- five years at that point. Yeah, never, Hoyer was a never was trust a, a man backup. named Connor. Connor, Connor Cook, Connor Cook. All right, that that is good, uh, John. 
Pressure's on. In honor of uh, Jeff Goldblatt, I have four ex-girlfriends I need to get over. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, No, uh, no particular order. Uh, Never is. You're not allowed to. He'll yell at you. Jim Joyce slash Armando Galarraga. Uh, the perfect game that should have been. That would be high on my list. That's a really as good a non-tiger. One. We should call it the ultra perfect or the most perfect game. Yeah, right. What do they call it? Twenty nine outs. They have a name for it. Don't they outs. call it something? Yeah, they do. What do they call it? I'm not sure. I don't the have the perfect one. game. Imperfect. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 So we should call it the uh, most perfect game because he had an extra out. Yeah. He did. I mean, Jim Joyce seems he seems like a guy that you could pull up a bar stool next to, have a couple beers with, and he'd tell you some good stories about life. I feel bad that, you know, this whole time I've just hated the guy. Not anymore. Now a story will he, always go back to that. He yeah. handled it with class, too. Yeah, he did. Joyce oh, said. definitely, definitely. That yeah. was, that's so, a good one so did Armando. I mean, oh, in yeah. a way, you know, he could point his glove at him and yell a bunch of things in a language that Jim probably didn't understand. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they he both went right went. back out there. I, I think Miggy was more mad. But. <laughs> but it was such a bad call. <laughs> but oh, that handlebar so mustache, I mean, come on. So pretty good. solid. Yeah. Did, so good. Did Galarraga solid. still get like a Corvette or Camaro out of yeah. the deal or something? Okay, well, he did. Yeah, the Illich family gave that to him. Number two, uh, people in the world who strictly order pineapple or Hawaiian pizza. I'll never understand that. <laughs> I can't get over it. I, I, I should just get over it, though, because it. I'll never can't. eat off of their plate. So what's the deal? Like, why should I hold a grudge? But what's me too, the that, deal? My wife does it. And pizza. Adrian orders the pineapple. That she, she does? does? You let drives, her do that? Drives me insane. Oh, that's my go-to. I just, Pineapple? I don't know. Oh, fruit yeah. fruit oh. on pizza. Fruit on pizza's no good? Oh, no good. Yeah, no. man, you get the sour and, or not sour, you get the sweet and the sour. salty. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> salty combo. Like sour patch. My food. biggest issue with ordering pizza is Andrea orders something completely different than me, and she gets half the pizza for her toppings, and I get half the pizza with my toppings, but I have to share my half with the kids because they don't like what's on her pizza. <laughs> She's smart that way. That doesn't make sense to me. That's yeah. not fair. And then the no. pineapple juice off the toppings that she ordered kind of <laughs> leak onto your half. It, leaks. Leaks. it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. That was just another venue Then you got session. that sweetness. It, yeah. yeah. You can't share a pizza. No. Uh, number three. Is that your Italian? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Pizza. It, Italian, too. I said Italian once, and it didn't go well. That was one of the girls on my uh, four X. <laughs> Girlfriend list, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three. Candace. Uh, no, her Vitaly. name. Vitaly. Oh. It? it was a Vitaly. No, <laughs> Don't remember her name. It was not a Vitaly. The name uh, was changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> no, no longer with us. Expired. <laughs> <laughs> they killed her off pretty quick. <laughs> that was a one and done, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Number three on the list. <laughs> We're getting slap happy now. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Tiger Woods will never pass Jack Nicholas in majors. Um That's actually a good one. Something that yeah. actually hasn't happened, but like something that you just gotta face is not gonna happen. In my mind, he'll always be the most dominant player in golf and uh unfortunately with scandals and injury longevity. It's just not gonna happen. Oh yeah, rollovers, Mul- <laughs> multiple, right? He got yeah, one, yeah. All right, in the driveway, nine iron through the back window. No We've all been there. There's more going on, guys. Come on, <laughs> too many times. Let's wake up. Come on, world. The final Come one on, on my world. list was going to be the Joe Dumars slash Stan Van Gundy era Pistons front office, but I crossed that off because the Pistons have been talking about enough tonight. 
in a negative manner. Um, I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going to put out there uh, Pete Rose Hall of Fame. I don't know. Do you know. think he should be in it? I think Absolutely. He 100% Absolutely. he should. Yeah. When when you think of the other players that have been you know either snubbed or on a voters ballot for, you know, way too long, it's just unfortunate that that guy hasn't had a crack. Do you think he ever gets the opportunity? Uh no. I don't I think, think they're so going to die on this hill. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. It really is. I feel is. like it's like a, a secret that'll be passed on. Like you know how like the presidents have secrets that they yeah. just keep to themselves and like they will never see the light of the day. Like it's the same thing with the commissioners. Like they have something they're like this is the one rule to be the commissioner. You cannot let, let him in. Rose into like the, that yeah. is just like that is part of the contract when yeah. you sign it is you cannot let him in. I, I don't think he ever will, but it doesn't bother me a whole lot either. Um, I just feel like he deserves it. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're full of your your team's full of guys that have cheated. So um, oh, I don't I get I don't, that feeling. He, he didn't even cheat. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as the numbers on the field prior to him being a manager, and I yeah. suppose if you bet on if you bet on baseball, then you can't tell me that these guys. In professional sports, don't have somebody with their money. I, I, I think it's, I think it's just ridiculous. Are you kidding me? You're gonna you're gonna hold this guy back, and he did it. He earned what he what he did on the field. He earned it, and and he never bet against his own team. He never bet against himself. Like, come on, get over it. I mean, it's yeah. it's such a petty argument. He still got the four thousand hits. I think the biggest the biggest argument here is he did it as a manager. His playing career was was what makes him a hall of famer. Hmm. Separate the two. I think it should be done. They do it in every other sport. Like you have really good coaches, you also, have really good betting. managers. So all of you will never be in the MLB Hall of Fame, right? Because you were illegally sports betting before it was yeah, legal in the state were. of Michigan. I wasn't. I never did. I Sam did a ton. Yeah, he lost exactly. Thousands. Like, did you jump on Poker Stars or something like that? Like, come on, are you? Sam would lose money. all It drives the time. me crazy. You're betting. Yeah, you're sports betting. He's not in. Let's just put that in perspective. He's not in the Hall of Fame because of sports betting. It's yeah, ridiculous. It is. So I have a third. Seat to fill, right? Fourth. Or, yeah, sorry, fourth. I don't know where I'm going. So I think I'm just going to stick with picking up the flag okay. in that, that playoff So you're game. putting your flag back down. Yeah. I you're just right. don't know where else to go. All right, get over it. I'm not. Is I this can't, a shootout? though. I thought you were going to go with trouble with the snap. You need to get over it. Yeah, you can't get what over just, that one? What just happened there? The trouble with the snap? Yeah. No, that's a good one. I'm over it. I think, yeah, I like that. I like that. John? Kyle was right. They won in a shootout, maybe? No? Oh, no, they didn't. Penalty shot? It had to have been. He was, wasn't it? It was all set up that something way. It might happened. have been a replay from a different game. It says live. There's something going on. Somebody tell us what happened in the Red Wings game in the comments. Do we have know. any comments? Did anybody else give any of their, their banana boats? There's too many to read. I well, see, just, just pick out a couple. I see one that says, um, to get over, in parentheses, the COVID. Oh, that's good. So he contracted, whoever this is, he or she contracted COVID and they need to get over it. That's, yeah, warm wishes, <laughs> be healthy. Drink Abs- plenty of water. <laughs> Absolutely. Get plenty of rest. Yeah. Vitamin C, vitamin is there a, D. Do you think there's a <laughs> friend that you may have uh, that should get over something that happened recently as well? Maybe not getting invited to something? I don't know. Mm. There's probably something like that. Don't, to get o- Don't do that. No, okay, there's nothing. Got oh, it. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> Why did you do that to me? You're talking to me? No, no, no. I wasn't <laughs> calling anybody out. I was just asking a question. Just to be clear, 2019, the Virginia Cavaliers did beat the Texas Tech Red Riders. Because Texas Tech is the team that beat both Michigan and Michigan State. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was a weird. You didn't, uh, you didn't give after that. After we dominated you that Zion, he didn't give that fact. Um, <laughs> I I knew it. I we did. did we <laughs> did just talk a little bit of gambling, so we got to keep stay on that. We're gonna stay on that topic. We're gonna do it real quick. Um, what we wanted to do is explain what betting hero is. They're a, a big part of our our podcast. Um, what they are, bettinghero.com. They are your middleman for all of the availability, all of the um, betting sites um, you can you can bet on online, basically, in the state of Michigan. It's brand new. If you don't know what you're doing, you can jump on bettinghero.com. They're going to you, – you sign up, you put in the promo code MIBETS, and they will spit out four or five different options that are, are on there right now. If, if you look at New Jersey, they have like – Three pages. So, like, that's where Betting Hero is going to be eventually. They're going to give you the best promo available in the moment. So don't feel like you have to do the the one that you see on TV or on the radio necessarily. I mean, BettingHero.com will always have the best promotions available. Sign up Find for Find them all. And, and they'll be right there. And sign up for multiple, right, Ryan? Yeah. So the, the important thing with this is, you know, any legal uh, mobile sports betting app that is out there in the state of Michigan – bettinghero.com will lay that out for you so they will give you the best promo code and this is not something that goes away even when you have the app on your phone they will still give you the best promotion promo code so at, if you go to DraftKings for example or you want to go to the little guy that nobody knows about whatever you can choose your promo code that you're going to go to they're going to lay it out for you make it easy for you to choose and make the best decision for you and again it's it's kind of the middleman they're they're the simple um place where you can go and get all the information you need to make your sports betting decisions yeah i mean bettinghero.com i mean go back to whatever episode it was we were at arvon and, and they were on there great dudes yeah great guys awesome they, guys. Were, they were really um very like complimentary of what we were doing and just understood where we are at and what we're trying to do with growing our company and they were like we want to help you guys do that that was their focus it wasn't about them making money it was about helping us um, you know, get a little bit more revenue through them and also, you know, getting connections that we haven't had. I love what they were about and, and they, they helped us out a ton, just great information. Um, and then if you sign up on bettinghero.com, put in the promo code, uh, my bets and that, that helps us out and that, that will help us get better and better every day. Um, and, and spit out good content and, and do what we're, what our goal is with, with this podcast. Yeah. So, for real guys, the, the promo codes they're using right now are, uh, you know, put money down, and if either team makes a three pointer, you get this much money. Or put money down on on this boxing match or this MMA battle, and if anybody lands a punch, then you're going to win money. So this is this is a no brainer. If you yeah. want to make money, go into bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS. Put money down on in any of these apps and then use the promotions available. You don't even have to do anything outside of the promotions. Use the promotions to your advantage. Make some easy money. It's basically free money. It's free when money. When you do just it right. Take, take so, advantage of it. Um, if you have any questions on how to do it, please just reach out to us. Also, just reach out to us if you guys are listening. We're at a number that, I mean, we're, we're growing, and it's really exciting for us. We're at a number that we don't know who's listening. Um, so please just shoot us a message on, on the Instagram or the Facebook or something so we know that you're out there listening. That would help us out a ton. We'd love to connect with you, um, tell you how we'll to get you get your, your, your mics off. Um, we'll buy you a beer, Kyle said. Sam will buy you a beer. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what everybody else heard. Um, but anyways, I mean, just 
that that'll help us out and, and share our podcast with, with other people as well. Uh, we would appreciate that. But we do have some betting to talk about. We're just going to do real quick. Obviously, Trav's picks of the week are high. He's three and zero so far. Um, and, and what he's going to roll with? He's going to roll with that also free money. Yeah, he's going to roll with that <laughs> Michigan State <laughs> like game. Um, the spread isn't out yet, but he said as, as long as Michigan State is less than a three point favorite, he likes Sparty. He says you got to give Izzo the edge, and and they seem to find their shot again. Uh, last game, uh, well Maryland had lost two straight to inferior opponents as well. Uh, he sees it being close, but free throws can be a, a big difference in this type of game uh, that could help Michigan State uh, cover that three-point spread. Also, Aaron Henry if is it, hot. And he is hot, so that that's really yeah. uh, big. Um I'm going to continue to try to put to put, put together a, a winning parlay. It's not going so well, but this is a Have big you hit one, one yet. Nope, not yet. No. But when you do, if you I mean that's the cool thing when about you parlays. It, you, hit it. you hit big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, I'm going to start with some hockey. You got Vegas uh win against the Wild. And then you got the Oilers, minus one and a half against the Senators. They're simply the better team. Uh, Avalanche win against the Coyotes. Uh, Montana a win against Idaho. Oklahoma uh, take the points against Iowa State. Uh, Whatever it is, it's not out yet, but they're going to absolutely smoke them. So do that. And then uh, Jackson State take the points against Arkansas Pine Bluff. I think it's a pretty much easy win uh, there. Um, Just to say take the spread. Oklahoma has a hockey team. Oh nope, sorry. The, those are no. The first three were I was hockey. The same thing. The first three were hockey. They actually do have a hockey team. Uh, but the first three were hockey. The the next three were college, uh, basketball. So Vegas. Tulsa? So we're talking hockey Tulsa. here. Tulsa. For hockey, take Vegas over the Wild on Wednesday. Oilers minus one and a half against the Senators on Wednesday. Did I say Monday? What is wrong with me? Avalanche win against the Coyotes, and then we'll talk some college basketball here. Montana. Uh, actually take the points against Idaho, and then Oklahoma take the points against Iowa State, and then Jackson State take the points against Arkansas Pine Bluff. I'm just making sure that our listeners win the money that they should be winning yep. right. and not picking the wrongs. Hop on sports. hop on the wagon. Hop on the wagon while it's cold because yeah. it's going to get hot eventually. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> we'll Spring. see. We'll see. <laughs> Um, and then I did, I did real, real quick want to give some Vegas odds. We talked about Kenny Galladay earlier, not sign, not uh, getting the tag. Uh, he has plus 300 odds to sign with the New York Giants along with the Baltimore Ravens, plus 950 uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then the Miami Dolphins. Ryan, do you see like one that fits better than the other? Real quick. I mean, I could see the Dolphins if they are not going to use a first-round draft pick on a wide receiver. If that's their plan to instead – of using a first round, go to Kenny Galladay. It makes complete sense to me. They have the quarterback that they were kind of looking for, maybe maybe regretting a little bit, but then they've got a great team around all that talent. That's, that's really what they're missing, just the explosive offense right there. It is time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids, wherever you live in West Michigan. It is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with 
their great selection of craft beer. They have be? specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, we and cigars. Yeah, they right. also have the largest I'll selection of homebrew and wine making supplies yeah, in be. West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's <laughs> Market is part of the state of my sports family yeah. <laughs> and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. All right. Kyle, can you remind everybody what you are drinking and give it a quick grade? I can't. Is my mic on? I can't tell if this is on or off. It is on. It sounds on. Okay. Uh, I'm drinking <laughs> Hazy Potamus from Trail Point. That's in Allendale, Michigan. Sam. Yes, it is. Uh, yep, it is. All Casey Citra Hops give this Hazy IPA um, citrus nose balance by the hippo-sized amount. Um, are you reading for everybody or yourself here? Kind of myself, too. <laughs> I, I'm a little torn on this. I don't. He's taking a little sip there. A little he, sip. He, still yeah. drinking. Um, seven point four. So it increased by point one in the last like twenty yeah, seconds. Yeah, in the last twenty seconds. It yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> nice. Grew on you. <laughs> it did. That two, last two sip, more like, it might be a seven grew, five. I, if I keep drinking, I might get to eight. I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> might as well. Let's, let's let it roll here. Ryan, I drink. All right, this is. <laughs> this is just a weird name. I still don't know how to pronounce oh, I, it. No, it's it's Gitchy yeah. oh, Gummy. Yeah. Right? Gitchy Gummy is what That's you would what say. It sounds Gitch. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's an E at the end. G I T C H E Gummy. Juicy IPA. It is a double IPA. It's, let's see, 7.4%, 55 IBUs. So we did get a little bit of backstory with this. This is from Middle Coast Brewing Company in Traverse City, Michigan. This is the juiciest IPA they've ever brewed. Mm. It's their first New England style IPA. Is it really? Really? Yes, their first Whoa. one. We got to get up there this. How summer. do you think they did with it? Well, not not that bad. But I before I get into that, the name, which I still don't know how to pronounce again, Gitchy Gummy, maybe <laughs> is named after Lake Superior. It loosely translates to Big C. Oh, okay. So this is kind of a shout out to Lake Superior. <laughs> Just made me a little uncomfortable. Big C. Uh, what what made you uncomfortable, Sam? Isn't that like a Big C? S E A. S E A, Sam. Get your head out of the gutter. Oh, sorry. I don't even know what wow. you're going with that. Anyways. Big C little V is what I was thinking. COVID. Big C what? Oh. That's what people call COVID. It's big C little V. <laughs> They do? Who's they? Who's people? Some podcast I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it's over Sam's head. That joke. <laughs> Expired. <laughs> um, I, you know what? They did a pretty good job with this. There's not like a ton. I would say they could even go juicier for, for my preference, which yeah. is probably not saying much. I think, like, <laughs> I, think most, I think most beer enthusiasts would probably look at my grades and just be like, Dude, you're messed up. I don't know. Like you're, you're just, <laughs> but it's all yeah. personal. It's all, it's it all personal. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I think they could go even a little bit juicier. I do like it, though. It's a good beer. I'm going to go 7-7. Seven, 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven, yeah. Cool. Um, I am drinking from Big Lake Brewing. Uh, their Tropical Ale. Uh, it is their low-cal, low-carb beer. I cannot find any information on this beer. Really? Nowhere. Yeah. I, is I don't it know a, what's Is it going new on. or something? Or? No, it's not. This is well, a unique beer. It is. I mean, it's. Do you have any left? I got to try some of that. I do not, but I have more. Yeah, no, I actually, fine. right now, there's some right in there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good beer. Is this warm? I think the the ale thing is, is always tough for me, but the, the tropical side of it really helps. I, I liked it. Um, 
obviously not my favorite beer, but I'm gonna go with a seven five. Is kind of where I'm where I'm thinking with this type of beer. I, I would drink this beer over and over again, but I'm never gonna be like put it on a list of go tos. You know? Yeah, I think you might be underselling it. I think it's you pretty think good. So? I think you're underselling that. Yeah, for a light, easy to drink. Yeah. This is a personal thing, right? You got you guys literally just got done saying no, 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 it's no. a personal thing. Mine, not, was, not, mine was personal. Yours, yours is, is wrong. Mine is personal. You're incorrect. That, that sounds that sounds about right. That's usually about my life. Uh, my my opinion does not. <laughs> Matter, get a little personal. (laughs) 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 Anyways, that was episode ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Getting close. Ninety-seven. I mean, yeah, we're getting close to a hundred. We gotta. I'm gonna be gone for a hundred. No, you're not. Are you? Do we have a plan for a hundred? Are we doing anything special? Cut the music. We gotta discuss this. (laughs) Are you really gonna be gone? And I don't know. Are I gone in three weeks? Ninety-seven was a good year. It was a great year. Red Wings won the cup. <laughs> Michigan won won the the national championship or shared the national championship. Yes, San Diego Padres, right? All right. Or is that Ooh, Yankees? Oh boy, I'm nervous now. Kyle said he's gone. Yeah, I'm gone. I'll be in Arizona. You'll be here in spirit. Kyle. Padres was 97, right? Am I right about that? Or Ooh, no? I thought the Yankees were 97. No. Well, the Yankees were 96, 98, yeah, and 99. Right. Yeah. I think I was derailed. Marlins? Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for recording. Randy Johnson? Gary Sheffield. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. Peace. Totally the Marlins. Bob Hernandez, okay? Thank you again to all our great sponsors, the House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design, also... Thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our out, Six Feet Down. <laughs>